0: On this edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, I speak with middleweight contender Christopher Pearson. Pearson is coming off a career best win over Yamaguchi Falco. is looking for big fights. And when I mean big fights, he's looking for the likes of Canelo Alvarez, Jaime Munguia, if not, David Lemieux, Jason Quigley, and others in the 160 168-pound division. So sit back, relax, enjoy this interview with middleweight contender Christopher Pearson. We are live, uh... Thursday uh, afternoon here in Philadelphia, Thursday afternoon. Let's go down to beautiful city, San Antonio, Texas, to talk to middleweight contender Christopher Pearson. Chris, what's happening? How you going, man? Uh, What's going on? You're down in San Antonio. Uh, I know we just talked before you came on. You just just moved. Uh, How do you like your new surroundings?
1: Oh, man, I love it, man. They say everything's bigger in Texas, and I had to come see for myself. And I – I have to agree. Have you been down the Alamo yet? Yeah, we, we've been. Uh, we probably went within the first week we was here. My girl went down there and got some food.
0: There you go. So, uh, yeah. what have you been up? So, what have you been up to? Obviously, uh, things um, in March things started uh, shutting down a little bit. You know, a lot of people couldn't get to gyms. What have you been up to uh, in the last couple months?
1: Well, I don't know if you know, but I was scheduled to fight March 29th against a fighter out of uh, Nigeria. I think he was like 14 and oh maybe 11 or 12 knockouts uh so I was excited about that because you know I, his record looked good but I knew that I knew after watching the film I, I felt like I was gonna be able to give me a nice little knockout a nice performance so I was looking forward to that then the COVID actually you know the COVID hit and then the, the dates got pushed back and now we kind of were just sitting on ice but um I've been I've been just enjoying myself and just uh you know in the, gym, in the range. Uh, at home with my lady, just you know, just making the best of, of the scenario.
0: Um, so obviously, you were in the middle of training. Um, then it got shut down. What, I mean, what did you do? I guess, uh, I guess you know, maybe it was like March fifteenth in that area where things started getting shut down. What, what did yeah. you do uh, after um, you know you were told to stop training, basically?
1: Uh, well, I was in LA, and once once uh, the date was confirmed, that you know, it was it was no more. I ended up getting a flight back home in Ohio, and then I, uh, 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 while I was home, maybe a few months after being home, my my lady found out that she was going to be uh, stationed in San Antonio. She's in the Air Force, so we, we started wrapping our mind around the process of moving and, and transitioning out here to Texas. So we've been I actually was still busy in the process of, of the COVID. You know, we still been getting things in order, and now we're here and settled. And um, after about two weeks of being here, I uh, reached out to a guy. I'm sure you're familiar with Jesse James Leha, a uh, former uh, elite contender. Um, and I actually did a media workout at his gym back in 2014 when I was fighting Stephen Martinez. So it was easy to reconnect with him and I've been going to his gym. We have a goals gym close to our home and we just been I've just been you know, like I said, making the best of the scenario, uh trying to trying to stay active. Uh I know you've seen I've been in the range a lot, so I've just been in the range, the gym and at home, man. Just making, like I said, making the best of other scenario of the situation, um, and now we're looking forward because things is back moving, fights is happening, you know. So uh, mm-hmm. I've been, I got a couple offers on the table. Uh, I think I'll be going in September for sure. I'm not sure who it's going to be. Uh, it was, it was talks of Canelo, and, and you know, I know that he's him. And, uh, what's his name? Cullen Smith. I know that I know that he, they mm-hmm. just offered Cullen Smith five million. He'd be a fool not to take it, but uh, hopefully he doesn't because I really, I really would love to have that fight. Um, and it won't be as expensive for Golden Boy to get me, you know what I mean, and I'm uh, we in the same state, where I'll jump at the opportunity to fight Canelo uh, as well as I know Jamie, Jamie is supposed to be fighting, I'm not sure if it's the same date or when, but you know get uh, Canelo, J- it's,
0: it's, that's Jaime Munguia you're talking about, right?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, I'm not sure if it's if it's the same date, but I think he goes in September as well, so him or Canelo would be, would be uh, you know the, the perfect scenario for me, but Whoever I get, I don't got no picks, man. I'll be happy to get back in the ring. It's been a, it's been a while, man.
0: Before we before we get back in the boxing, you said you, you moved. How difficult was it to move during the middle of this pandemic? Was it was there a little? was uh, there extra? Can I,
1: can I be honest? Uh, I got a I got a phenomenal lady, so it was actually easy. I just packed up my stuff and got in the car with her, and we hit the road. Wow. Okay. Really she, really, she really got everything situated. She had interior designer come and just you know it's been simple. I just. I'm just along for the ride, man. That's how it felt.
0: We call girls like that keepers.
1: Oh god, yeah, you know. She, she, she's she's a wife and she'll be a wife sooner than later. So
0: that's awesome.
1: Uh, her. I'm thankful to have her for sure.
0: That's awesome. So you mentioned Los Angeles. You, you train with Manny Robles, who's one of the uh, top trainers out there. Uh, talk yeah. about be, being in the gym, a lot of good world-class fighters in the gym. I'm sure you were in the gym when uh, Ruiz was, when you guys, when he was winning his yeah. title. And, I mean, to talk about that that, um, that that atmosphere, you know, a lot, lot of good fighters in that gym.
1: Yeah, uh, Manny Robles, I, I met Manny back in 2010 with the WSB. I had signed on with the uh, with the L.A. Matadors. That's when I first met Manny. And I, I like to say that's when I first really started boxing. Even though I had been boxing since I was seven, I had never trained the way that Manny requires you to train. You know, we run the mountains. Soon as I come into camp, like like when I get there July 30th, when I when I arrived there, I know right off the back I got 10 rounds of sparring Monday. So he's that type of coach to where he don't want to hit no excuses. When it's time to go to work, it's time to go to work. And he's been uh, very instrumental in my life and in my career. Uh, and my actual my actual uh, head coach is, is still out. Al, Alpha Mitchell, uh, the legendary Alfred Mitchell, uh, who got us started in Philadelphia, and I, I went with him. I got with him back in 2009 when I went to when I went to school. Uh, I went to the USOAC, and then um, a year a year and some change later, I met Manny in the WSB. But they both have been man, I, they've been lifesavers and uh, blessings to my career. And I'm I'm glad to have them, and I look forward to you know cashing in and you know, getting that real hardware. I got a WBC regional belt, but I'm looking forward to getting that, you know, a continental and then a world or a straight off the back, straight to a world title. I don't, like I said, I don't got no picks. I'm just ready to get in the ring and go to work.
0: You you were, you, when you came out of the amateurs, you were regarded as a real good prospect. You had a couple of hiccups in there, three straight yeah. wins, including the win over the, the Olympic medal winner Falco. What's been the difference these last three fights?
1: Um, you know, you, you know, when you, when you have, like you said, those hiccups and you're, um, you know, you're looked at as a prospect and, and a guy who has a lot of potential and you, and you fall short, you know, they try to close the door on you. So, for me, when my back meets the wall, I feel like it brings the best out of me. Um, it's unfortunate that, you you know, you got to go through certain scenarios, but I've matured a lot and I've grown a lot through the uh, through the shortcomings I've had. And, uh, you know, what can I say? You know, if I was an opportunity to, to, to anybody who lost belief to to make, to, to, to make them understand that I ain't going nowhere, I'm still here. I'm just as good as i ever been, if not better. And I look forward to proving that in September.
0: He was undefeated at the time. Did you did you take take that in your mind? That was a make or break fight for you.
1: Uh, I, don't, I don't get I don't get caught up into the records and, and undefeated or medals and all that. I've been boxing since I was seven. I've seen everything, so I know that this sport is a fickle sport. I know that when you got momentum, everybody loves you. I know when you fall short, everybody act like they're not human beings, and nobody can lose or nobody can make mistakes. So that's the world we live in. I'm, I'm accustomed to it. it. Don't make me no difference. I don't th- I don't get too too up or too down on nothing. I just I thank God that I'm still healthy. And I'm still uh one of the, you know, top names in the sport, regardless of anybody's opinion. I know that when people mention my names, the guys like the Canelo's, the Mengias, uh, they're not they're not in a rush to fight me. And me having those losses is, is a way the guys can use excuses to try to make it seem like I'm not an elite fighter. But anybody who get in a ring with me or anybody who signed a contract to fight me know that they got their hands full and it's gonna be like that until I hang my gloves up, period.
0: You mentioned obviously Canelo, Monguilla, You're yeah. in a good spot with Golden Boy Promotions. They also yeah. have other other fighters, Quigley, uh, David yeah. Lemieux, David Lemieux. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, yeah. maybe maybe be in your future at some point. You feel yeah. you're in a good spot with Golden Boy having those t- top, all those top names in yeah. and around your weight class. For sure, um,
1: I, I got my start, you know, with Al Heyman. But being with Al Heyman, I fought on a lot of Golden Boy cards, and then around, I think it was 2013, I went on. A, I went. I went to Las Vegas. To, uh, just to go train, I ended up training at Floyd Mayweather's gym and and having a conversation with him. And then we end up going to play some ball at 24 Hour Fitness. And he kind of kind of took me under his wing. And you know, I ain't gonna say he sweet talked me, but he told me, you know, he Floyd. awesome me, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. He's, he's one of the course, greatest, not the greatest of all time. So to have him interested in me, it was like it was like overwhelming. And you know, I was excited that he even he even cared enough to uh you know want to give me opportunity. So. I signed with Floyd when I didn't really need to because I already had Al Haney. Mm-hmm. you know. And now, bit from a business standpoint, it might not have been the best move. But like I said, Floyd was one of my idols growing up, so um, I don't regret nothing. Or you know, I feel like I feel like that scenario could have been even better if I did what I was supposed to do. And like I said, I was going through a lot, a lot of growing pains, and it is what it is. But I'm thankful for the opportunity. But Golden Boy was always around, and I knew that uh, you know once I got a little bit more momentum, that I would be able to get. Get with Golden Boy and um, the sky would be the limit, and as of right now, that's what it's looking like.
0: What, what, you, you said something that struck my mind. What kind of ball player is Mayweather? Can he play?
1: Uh, he's, he has a he has a champion engine. So, conditional wise, before it's like skill to skill. <laughs> he's a great boxer, and
0: he's a, he's, a, <laughs> he's a
1: maybe an average basketball player at best.
0: There, there you go. When people watch it, they, 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 that's what they're going to take out of this interview. I bet hearing that Mayweather Mayweather's an average, average basketball player or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we mentioned Gold Boy. You're also with with a tremendous management group. With split team management, talk about them, Dave McWater, and what he uh, he brings to the table with you.
1: Oh man, Dave McWater's. I said Manny and Al were, were, were blessings and lifesavers, but Dave McWater's over these last two years man he's been like Kobe Bryant in the fourth quarter he's been Mm -hmm. clutch for my life and for my career and I I can't thank him enough that's why I'm just so I'm so uh excited to you know possibly get a fight like a Canelo or a Jamie or or any of those champions because I want to I want to become a world champion under the banner of split sheet management and under uh Dave my manager because I'm I'm indebted to him man uh and outside of money just the fact that he he still believed in me with with the shortcomings I had. He, you know, my dad reached out to him. He didn't hesitate. He said, "Yeah, we'll take him." And you know, he, he, he's giving me opportunity. And um, like I said, man, it's just I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the for the uh, situation I'm in right now. And I know that the sky's the limit.
0: You mentioned that you're going. Uh, you mentioned me before we got on. your go back out there, to lady, to train on July 30th. Yeah. With with the, with the thing with, with everything going on and opportunities. You know, the people need to seize opportunities out because because the way the yeah. schedule is gonna be. How, yeah. how many weeks of training out there do you think you'll need before you're ready for, a, even if they call you for a bigger fight? Yeah, I mean, all I,
1: I honestly all I need is five weeks. You know, uh, anything five weeks or more, I could I could fight Goliath and, and be confident. So I don't, you know, that's I don't need much. I've never been a fighter that needed a lot of time to train. Now, you know, unfortunately, sometimes I I, I might have kicked things up a little bit too late just because. I'm very talented. I know my talent. I know my ability. But as a man, you get older, you get mature, and you realize that you got to seize every day and take advantage of the opportunities. when you get a six, seven, eight-week training camp. Because I know that I'm in a position now to where they might uh, – it's been a n- number of occasions where they hit me with the little three-week, the little 12-day notice. Like, I'm not I'm not in that position to where I got to take that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I need at least five weeks. And five weeks, I'll fight Canelo. I'll fight. Anthony Joshua. If he gives you give me five <laughs> weeks to prepare, you know what I mean. So that that's why I'm at with it. So uh, I think July 30th will give me enough time to, if I get Canelo, Mengia, or David, whoever they, five weeks is more than enough time.
0: What, what do you say? Those fighters who say they need eight and ten weeks, uh, they scared. Weeks?
1: it's simple as that. They scared. Are they? Are they living a the lifestyle to where they? they they might not be able to uh bounce back quick enough for me I kind of you know I'm 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 not a a machine or I you know I live my life but ultimately when it's time to go to work I go to work I don't got no excuses let's get it
0: um, the the state of the division, I'm sure you mentioned uh, Canelo and some of the other guys, uh, obviously uh, Ch- Charlo just signed to fight Devinchenko yesterday. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know, uh, where do you see yourself? How do you break down the, the, the 160? And I know you said in the right circumstances, 168, you, you'd take yeah. an opportunity there, but, but 168 right now is would be more the most ideal for you, correct? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Uh, but like I said, they are at this point all of them are ideal because i'm a fighter and, and like i said five six weeks i can prepare for anybody whether it be a colin smith whether it be a you know a charlo and i and i said before uh jamal charlo and jamel are both really good friends of mine so i would never call those guys out just because we have like a brotherhood you know mm-hmm. they've been there for me when i needed them and i've been there for them when they needed me for his training so uh but ultimately you know we this is for the sport boxing. You know, business. sometimes you got to fight your friends. So whatever, it's whatever comes too. about, I'm prepared for it. But I'm not looking at them specifically. I would rather fight a Canelo. I would rather fight a Mengia or whoever, whoever whoever, the other champions are just because, you know, why not? I don't got no picks. That's I always say I don't got no picks because I don't.
0: Have you heard anything from uh, the, the, your promoters about who uh, – they may want to put you in with or
1: uh, they they told me uh, I got the call for Canelo you know I i was excited but you know come to find out a lot of guys got the call so mm. and I know that I know that with the talent that I possess and the skills that I bring to a bring to a fight I would imagine Canelo picking a guy like uh, Quigley or Toriano Johnson or you know if he are or, or go for a bigger more solidified name like a column Colum Smith. Like, it, that makes sense to me. I understand that. Like, why would he want to fight me? Because I'm too dangerous. Awesome. That's what it comes down to. Now, the Jamies, I mean, uh, yeah, Jamie or Quigley or any of those guys, I feel like I will wash. I feel like I'm a better fighter than them. I feel like the only guy who um, will pose a serious threat is Canelo, just because his, his experience. You know, talent for talent, I don't think he's better. I think I'm better. But I think that he's been proven over and over at an elite level. You got to respect that. You got to take your hat off to him. But other than anybody other than the Canelo, whoever else you can think out at one sixty, I don't I'm not I don't think nobody's special. Would you feel like Mrs. Andretti, uh, uh I told you Charlo, that's my bro, but but any of the whoever, bro, none of them guys really strike no fear in me at all.
0: would you feel maybe the quickest way to a Canelo fight is to beat one of those golden boy guys, the Quigleys absolutely. or Absolutely,
1: absolutely. That's why I don't I don't feel like for me, I feel like it's simple. I feel like it's just a matter of having a date, which we have, which is September twelfth, and it's a matter of the guys who have position, like a guy like Jamie, I, I salute those guys because they put themselves not only just the A side, they put their theirself as the as the as the headline. So they get to the pick and choose who they want to fight. My thing as a fighter is I just hope they pick me because I know that I can seize the opportunity and make the most of it. But I don't expect them because I know that it's a business. Who wants who wants to fight a softball who was talented as I am? Like realistically, I understand yeah. that.
0: And and I know they before you fought him. <laughs> Falco was in the mix for I don't know, say Canel, but but for some other bigger <laughs> names, I know he was yeah. attached them. So you, you beat him. So don't you feel that yeah. uh, you know? Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Like I t- like I like I said before, I don't really feel like I have anything to prove to anybody that's under the elite level. Like I, you feel me? I've been I've, I've beaten Olympians and Falco. I have beat Olympic gold medalist from Kazakhstan in the WSB. I've I've been there with the likes of all the all the. Top guys, except for the the so called elites, which is the Canellos. And at this point, I would I would consider uh, Mangia as an elite fighter,
0: you know. But definitely. skill
1: for skill, I see. It, like I said, I see a lot of chinks in his armor. In his last several fights, he's looked very very normal. He's,
0: he's you know? definitely been he definitely got hit a lot in his last couple fights. Yeah,
1: so I don't think he could take if him getting hit like that by a guy like me. He would understand that he might need to work on his boxing a little bit more because it's not just his his, his engine and his will is what breaks down guys in, as a fighter. That's what I respect. I realize like, okay, you gotta prepare for that. A guy like that, he's a machine. He's gonna keep chopping mm-hmm. until it's no more. But I'm not this is not rock and robots. I got angles and I see that he don't do well with angles. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna give away my whole, you know what I mean? <laughs> the real real room people know what th- was going on in boxing. Like the real people know what's going on in boxing, and I know that I'm in a position to where I'm dangerous, but it it'll take somebody either overconfident or somebody who's really trying to test themselves to fight me. And that's I'm hoping that a guy like Canelo or Jamie is, is at that is at that stage in their career.
0: There you go. A couple last questions. What do you want to say to the fans out there?
1: Um, uh, fan. Well, I don't really, I don't really, I don't know what fans is. I got family, and I got some people that support me. I look at his family, and I thank you, and I cherish your support and your love. Uh, the people who doubt me, you motivate me. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep hyping <laughs> away and saying whatever y'all got to say. And, uh, we'll see you guys in September. Uh, Lord willing.
0: And uh, where do we find you on social media for anyone who wants to follow you? Uh,
1: you know, you said you said top contender, but regardless of what you how you want to spend it, I got a WBC regional belt. So I, my my Instagram is Champ Pearson underscore YK, so y'all can follow me there. Or y'all can follow me on uh, Twitter, which is underscore Chris Pearson, and uh, you know, straight like that.
0: There you have it, Christopher Pearson. First of, all, I hope many, many interviews with you. You've uh, obviously you've been very engaging here, very lightning interview, and you have a great story. And we hope to see you. Uh, but we'll, maybe we'll talk to you before your fight in September. Oh man, I think, thanks for having me, and I appreciate it. Our pleasure. Thank you. Sure. That, was that was great. Thank, thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You're good. I-